Hello, welcome back. Hey, really quick before we get started, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Please go to rhitch.com for exclusive white papers and PDF downloads. I think you'll find valuable. And also, please give this show a rating or a comment. I appreciate all your feedback. Disclosure, nothing said in this podcast or any of my podcasts should be considered advice. Always seek out myself or your own personal financial advisor for advice relating to your specific situation. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Breakaway podcast where I try to take confusing personal financial planning topics and try to break them down into plain English for the everyday person. My hope is that these conversations will help you break away from your financial confusion to end up on the right path to reaching your financial goals. I am Ryan Hitchcock, your host, and I am a financial planner with High Point Capital Group out of Milwaukee. Now, if you've ever talked to me before, it's no secret that the Roth IRA is my favorite account for retirement planning. The ability to have tax-free growth over a long period of time coupled with tax-free withdrawals in retirement is just a thing of beauty. Not to mention the other numerous benefits it has, such as access to contributions without penalty before age 59 and a half, as I'm a huge fan of always having backup plans built into your overall financial plan. Um, There's also no required minimum distributions or RMDs, as we call them, that are needed at age 72 from other traditional IRAs or 401ks that has uh, preferential tax treatment to heirs. Now, this list goes on and on about Roths, and today I'm I'm not going to go into all those basics. However, if you don't know them, um, I urge you to, you know, go to my website. You can read about it as those benefits are pretty straightforward. My goal, as always in these podcasts, is trying to take it a step further to talk about concepts that are always, you know, not as easy to just read about online. So for all those benefits I just listed of the Roth, there is a catch. There's an income limit. If you And if you exceed those income limits, you are locked out and you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA. So in other words, if you make too much money, the IRS says you cannot contribute to a Roth, which is terrible. That is, unless you know how to get in through the back door. So let's talk about that today, the total, legit, and legal backdoor Roth IRA. So what is a backdoor Roth? Now, in 2021, if your modified gross income or MGI is over $140,000 as a single filer or over $208,000 if you are married filing joint, you cannot contribute directly to a Roth IRA. Now, I get those are pretty decent income numbers, pretty decent sized income numbers, but what you also have to keep in mind is that Roth IRA contribution income limits or a sliding scale. For example, if you are married filing joint, as I just mentioned, if you have a a joint MGI income of over 208,000, you can't contribute to a Roth. However, starting at 126,500, that scale starts to slide, meaning at that number of 126,500 of joint income, the max you can contribute to a Roth IRA is only 5,400 in 2021 not the total 6,000, which is the max contribution limit normally if you're under that income limit. So 
the max amount you can put into a Roth keeps going down the more income you make until you hit that income limit of 208000 in our example of uh, filing joint. So this is where the problem lies. If you exceed these income limits, but you still want to get money into a Roth IRA, what do you do? So there are no income limits on your ability to contribute to a traditional IRA. And there is a special thing between the two types of IRAs, traditional and Roth, known as a conversion, meaning you move the money from the traditional IRA to the Roth IRA. Simply, that's what a conversion is. And there are no rules saying you can't convert traditional IRA money to Roth IRA money at any time. So if you do this every year, this is simply what they call a backdoor Roth IRA. So let's talk about the execution of this. So to execute a backdoor Roth, you have to have both an IRA and a Roth IRA set up. Basically, we have to do a few steps, kind of a hop, skip, and a jump to get money into the Roth IRA. So what you do is you contribute money to the traditional IRA. You wait a couple of days, then submit paperwork or call into your provider, whatever is required and ask to do the conversion of the amount you want from the traditional IRA to the Roth IRA. And if you do that every year, that's just what a backdoor Roth is. Now you might be asking, why, is it, why isn't it just called a Roth conversion? And the answer to that is I really don't know. Uh, it's really just a Roth conversion that you're doing systematically every year. That's what a backdoor Roth is. So mentally, you would be just like contributing to a Roth IRA every year, but you're locked out based on these income limits. So that's the only reason I know why they call it a backdoor Roth. It makes sense, but sometimes we in finance and investing, we like to put fancy names on things. So let's talk about taxes. So here's where things get tricky and where most people get lost in this concept of a backdoor Roth. So I'm going to try to break it down as easy as possible because it can get a little confusing and it sometimes makes my head spin as well. So if you remember me saying there's no income limits on your ability to contribute to a traditional IRA, this is true, but there are income limits on the deductibility of IRA contributions. So let's just do a quick refresh on deductibility. What I mean by that is let's just say you make a total of $100,000 of gross income and then you put $5,000 into a traditional IRA. In this example, the government will only tax you on $95,000 because you are deducting that $5,000 you put into the traditional IRA. And again, remember, traditional IRAs are funded with pre-tax money where Roth is post-tax, which is our whole uh, goal of the backdoor Roth. For the most part, if your income is too high to contribute to a Roth, it's too high to probably deduct traditional IRA contributions. Their scale for these two, they don't match perfectly, but I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to see these charts um, but in other words, staying higher level, anyone can put money into a traditional IRA to have the potential tax benefits of tax-free growth over a long period of time, but not everyone can have both that and the income deduction in the year you put the money into the traditional IRA. Okay, so that was our refresh on deductibility. So back to taxes on the backdoor Roth. 
So when you convert money from your traditional IRA to your Roth IRA, you can't just convert to a Roth without paying the piper. The taxes is what I'm saying. So if the new contribution is the first and only money you have put in a traditional IRA, you'll only owe tax on the earnings between the time of the contribution in the Roth and the conversion to the Roth. But if you have other money in traditional IRAs, your tax bill is going to be based on this ratio of your non-deductible contributions to the total balance in all of your traditional IRAs. I know, I told you it's going to be a little confusing. That line is, is a lot. So let's break that down. So if you make a non-deductible contribution of $6,000 this year, because as I just mentioned, you make too much money, you can't, can, you can't deduct that contribution. But if that $6,000 brings your total dollar amount in your traditional IRAs to $50,000, and then you convert that $6,000 to a Roth, that would trigger a tax on $5,280. Because $6,000 is 12% of $50,000, the total amount you have in traditional IRAs at the time. So 12% of the conversion is $720 is considered tax-free. The other 88%, $5,280, is considered pre-tax money moving from your traditional IRAs to the Roth. Then you'll simply report that conversion on your next tax return, and after that conversion, the money grows tax-free in the Roth. So you might have to listen to that paragraph a time or two, and hopefully you're still with me, that is the part with this uh, ratio that can get really confusing inside of a backdoor Roth, but it can be doable. So why would you do this backdoor Roth? And the main reason is simply, like I stated early on in this episode, is you want to take advantage of a Roth that has tax-free growth of money over a long period of time, coupled with the tax-free withdrawals in retirement. Now, even though I love Roth, like I mentioned, if you are a high income earner, which you relatively are, if you're even thinking about doing a backdoor Roth, you really should be looking at your overall financial plan to make sure that the backdoor Roth aligns with those goals. Don't just do it because it's a cool thing to do. And Ryan said that, that Roth money is great to have. You want to make sure that your future retirement plans call for Roth money. That's the whole goal, meaning... You know, if you're going to retire early before Social Security, you might need Roth money, maybe before Medicare, all that stuff. Uh, maybe you just want a bunch of tax-free money to live off of um, in retirement. Those are the reasons to really think about it. But, you know, if you're in a high-income uh, world, you want to make sure you're balancing traditional IRA money in general because that'll take advantage of lowering your current income taxes now, potentially. Um, and you might actually be better off down the road because when people retire, theoretically, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. So that would mean traditional IRA might be better than Roth. But it all comes down to that overall financial plan. But this is just one tool to help you um, in your overall financial goals to look into. So that's it for me today. Hopefully, I gave you a lot to think about. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, be well. High Point Capital Group is located at 1200 North Mayfair Road, Suite 300, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53226, phone number 414-253-4600.
Securities and investment advisory services offered through SagePoint Financial Inc., member FINRA SIPC. SagePoint Financial is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SagePoint Financial. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Indexes cannot be invested in directly, are unmanaged, and do not incur management fees, costs, and expenses.